Hey, deal makers, and welcome to the show where it's all about financial freedom with real estate. Let's do this. You're listening to the Financial Freedom with Real Estate Investing podcast, hosted by Garrett Lynch and Michael Blanc, where we talk all about how you can achieve financial independence through apartment building investing. Whether you're just starting out or you want to scale your syndication business, this is the show for you. Our guest today is a software engineer who founded the real estate syndication software Cashflow Portal, and he also happens to be a syndicator. He's the lead sponsor on 850-plus apartment units himself, and he was an engineer. So he has an engineering job, started the multifamily thing on the side, and then said, hey, man, this, this is broken. We need some investor management software, and he just built his own. And today, it's one of the most popular cash portals out there with over 350 clients and syndicators that, that use it. So before we get into that, if you're interested in investing passively in syndications, my goodness, we'd love to have a conversation with you. Head on over to NighthawkEquity.com. Nighthawk Equity is our investing company. We'd love to have a conversation with you. Click the join button and join our investor network and have a conversation with us. And that way we can share with you some upcoming deals that we have coming up. So that's NighthawkEquity.com. Also want to give a shout out to Kenneth Smith, who left us a review on Amazon for the Yellow Book. He says... The foundation for everything you need to know about escaping the rat race and achieving financial freedom sooner than you'd expect is right here in this book. So if you have not read The Yellow Book, head on over to Amazon and search for financial freedom with real estate and you will find it. I also want to do a shout out to our mentoring students, Tom and Jennifer Fawcett. And they've been investing in real estate for seven years and they've had a small portfolio of single family houses and duplexes until they, of course, discovered that they couldn't scale and they could never become financial free. And they, they decided to join our mentoring program after you know several months of reading books and podcasts and they just closed their first deal, which is super cool. That's in June of this year. And so congratulations on that step. That's awesome. If you're interested in, in mentoring, check us out at the michaelblank.com forward slash mentor. We have probably the best program on the planet. And we in fact guarantee results that if you don't do your first syndication in the next six months, we'll continue working with you until you do. And you're paired. You get full access to our entire team of syndication experts. So check us out at the michaelblank.com forward slash mentor. All right, let's see. Let's bring up a co-host here. Garrett Lynch, what's going on? What's going on, Michael? So today's all about investor relations, but more specifically, the investor management portal, the software piece around that man. And I, I remember back in the early days before we had investor portal, and it was it was all spreadsheets, emails, and DocuSigns at best. But what what were some of the things, the challenges that we had when we were scaling a number of investors? Yeah, so I I think whenever you're scaling you know, the amount of relationships and managing just relationships in general, you're going to run into, first of all, there's, there's the, so there's the acquisition side of it where you're, you have investors that you need to get into the deal. There's all kinds of logistics around that side, but then there's also the maintenance, the ongoing maintenance, right? Hey, the, you know, an investor, they need to change their address. So they need to update their tax forms. So they need to switch from one entity where their investments currently held into another, or maybe one of them passes away or something like that. There's a lot of things. And as you get bigger and bigger and you have more and more investors, you have more and more challenges to overcome as an operator. Now, maybe in the beginning, you've got five guys and they just, every time you go back to them and get money, when you get up to a level kind of like we're at, where you have, you know, over, you have hundreds and then even you know some groups probably have thousands. It's just you, you have to have a way to maintain 
those relationships, get the good experience for them. Also, they need to have a good experience in order to invest with you. And it makes you seem more professional. I think all these things, I mean, these things can be a huge time, time suck. I mean, dealing with investors and doing something five times is significantly different than doing something 50 times. I mean, any little task is compounded. And so, I mean, early in the early days, we just ever, we did everything, you know, manually, like we just talked about. And I think if we were to do it again, and my advice to any syndicator out there is if you've done your first deal, I would sign up with an investor portal. I mean, I wouldn't wait till you have 50 investors. It used to be that number one, I mean, gosh, four years ago, there was maybe one investor portal out there and it was super expensive. And, and that's the one we started to use. And then I say three years ago, all these startups came out with these investment portals and they were really good. I mean, much better than the established players who've been around for, for a long time, really good and really affordable. And today we have one on, on the show here. We have Perry Zhang. He's a founder and CEO of Cashflow Portal. We really like these guys. We've been hanging around them a little bit a while longer. And he's raised a bunch of money, well, for both for syndications and the, and the company. Very well capitalized. They're very aggressive. They have a big team. And they've got some, a lot of great features. And he was an engineer manager at Lyft for five and a half years. He was a software engineer at Twitter and Amazon. He's developed software with kind of big boys. And then he started investing in multifamily on the side. And his lead sponsor in 850 plus apartment units raised a bunch of money and then realized that the manual, he actually started building some software to try to automate things around DocuSign and emails. And he goes, you know what, this is for the birds. I'm just going to, I'm just going to develop software. And he's got over 350 clients right now. So we want to get him on a show here and, and figure out what some of the best practices are that you guys can glean from and what to look for in, in a certain, in investor portals and what to be aware of. So let's get right into the show with Perry Zeng. Here we go. Perry, welcome to the show today. Thanks for having me. It's, it's great to see you again. Honor. You were at Dealmaker Live. You were a sponsor there. Really love the software product you have around investor management. Before we get into some of that stuff, you're also a syndicator and an entrepreneur. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah. So my name is Perry Zhang. I'm the founder and CEO of Cashflow Portal. I live in Seattle. I started my career as a software engineer, Amazon, Twitter, and Lyft. I was a engineer manager at Lyft. Uh, when I started, it was 300 people. When I left, it was 3,000 people. So nice. I was one of the early employees. Nice. And then I bought about seven single families in the Bay Area in Seattle. Then I moved into multifamily. In 2019, we bought a 172-unit apartment complex in Dallas. I was the lease indicator. I raised 3.5 out of the $4.3 million on that deal. In 2020, we bought a 408 unit. And in 2021, we bought a 236 unit. I was the lead sponsor on both of them. And 2018 is where I used DocuSign for all of my signatures. 2020, that's when I used a behemoth uh, launch syndication software for our race. And in 2021, I used my own software for the race. At the time, I couldn't disclose to my LPs that I owned the company because I was still working at Lyft. But my LP said that whatever you're using this time is better than what you used last time. And that was the impetus for me to quit my job. We got into Y Combinator, one of the most prestigious incubator programs in Silicon Valley. Now we have about 25, 30 employees, and we have about 350 customers and more than 6,000 LPs on the platform. That's pretty cool. So you were, you were, a syndicator first, basically before you started developing your own portal. Now you're not to say what portal it was, but what what were some of the frustrations that you were that you were facing that that basically made you create your own software? Like, what were some of the frustrations you had with other software? Uh, the uh, the first frustration is 
our first deal, there were 72 investors. So that means I create 72 DocuSigns. I was smart enough to create what's called a power form in DocuSign, and which allows them to put in their first name, last name, and automatically populate. But that's still not good enough because you have to create four of those. There's the individual investor, IRA investor, joint tenancy investor, and LC investor. And once they fill that out, I need to countersign it manually. And then I need to send them the wire instructions manually. Then I check my bank every day to find out who has wire and then send them another manual email saying that the money has been received. Then if they want to change any of their email address, they have to contact me through email. I change it on my spreadsheet. If they want to change their bank account, I need to go back to my spreadsheet. Now, it's not that big of a problem if I don't work in tech because I work in tech and my life is like building this very complex distributed system to move like drivers and, and riders around. And I was like, why couldn't there be an easier way? <laughs> and so it's that just exposition between my reality, which is I work in tech, I use like really good software and the fact that I'm working on this like side hustle and the software is not up to bar. Yeah, it's interesting. It reminds me of the old days uh, when we used to raise money the same way. We used DocuSigns and spreadsheets and it was great <laughs> up until I don't know how many investors, this was probably even before you got, came on here, but it, it, it becomes untenable for the reasons you just mentioned. I mean, in general, what what is your advice on when a syndicator should start looking at you know, investor management software? Yeah, great question. And I think one of the things we do really well is I like to put on my syndicator hat on like take folks through that journey. So this is basically the advice for someone who's new starting out. I believe if you are starting out, the first thing is you actually need a spreadsheet. And that spreadsheet contains the first name, last name of people you know. And there's a column that indicates how much equity you can raise from that person, expected value. You should be able to derive that value without like explicitly asking that prospective LP how much they will invest because that kind of ruins it, right? But based on your one-on-one -on -one conversation with them, you have a approximate idea. And that spreadsheet should add up to about a million dollars expected raise amount because then you are more confident going out to other syndicators and say, this is how much I can raise, right? And that does not require any software. I think that's actually more important than anything you do. Then... The next step is to kind of branch out into two separate areas. One is a very powerful marketing CRM, and people usually use MailChimp, HubSpot, or ActiveCampaign. I've seen those very, very frequently in our industry. And MailChimp is especially nice because if someone else is using MailChimp, and they want to share the template with you, it's a click of a button. But if you almost use anything else, then you have to transcribe those messages from one software to the next software, which is not the end of the world if, if you want to do that. So that's the marketing piece. The second piece is a website. A website usually has your investment philosophy. It also has a link called investor portal. And then it also has like, how do you get in contact with the team? And the salt and the website, there are a bunch of different website providers, Squarespace, Wix, even like a prominent investingpro.com that provides those software. And that's actually the easiest part, right? Like you, you can get, get it set up in like a day or two days. On that website, there's usually a button that says investor portal and which takes you to a white label your brand, custom brand investor portal. Why is that useful? That's useful to get 
extra lead generations that can, you can add to your investor database. It's your job to talk to them before you have your next deal, right? And that's where you know we come in with the investor portal. So those will be the three things, but they are all secondary of secondary importance than having a spreadsheet that gives you a grounded bird's eye view of how much money that you can realistically raise. Yeah, I, mean, I think for us, when, once we got to like 50 investors, it started getting really tedious, right? For the reasons you just mentioned earlier. I mean, just the simplest things start getting very complicated. I mean, just managing the the investment process. And then, you know, like you said, oh, I want to change my email address or then, you know, distributing the K-1s or even the monthly reports. You know, all those things are manual, manual, manual. And at one point, we, you know, that's when we start looking at investor portals and they they automate a lot of these tasks and they make them a lot easier than than piecing these things together. But in general, what are some of the benefits of using a portal? I mean, obviously... There's time-saving benefits, and there's really two people that benefit. One is the syndicator, right? Because our lives are, we want to make our lives easier. But also, you mentioned earlier, the investor. So give us some examples of how a portal benefits both the syndicator and the investors. Sure. Let's talk about from the LP perspective, why is a portal useful? A portal is useful because first, it's a system of record that is secure and that you can log into to see how your investment is doing. So one is security. The other one is just a sense of safety. They're like, hey, this money shows up somewhere, right? Like it's not like amorphous, right? So so that's that. And then if you invest or plan to invest in multiple syndications, it's actually also important to capture that data so you can use the same information to invest from one deal to the next deal. You don't want to be locked into like six different websites at the end to get six different K1s. You want to be able to log into one website that happens to have all the syndicators that you invest with and all their K1s. In fact, it will be really cool if you have a button that just merges all the K1s into a single K1. But you know, we're talking about the future here. Yeah. So so LP wants to manage their finances. Real estate is one part of their finance. So you put uh, ourselves in their perspective, you know, their entire life doesn't revolve around real estate per se. It's a small part of their capital allocation. And they don't want that small part to be bifurcated into like six different portals that they have to get, you know, any kind of financial instrument, financial reporting on their investments. That's for the LPs. Now for the GPs, I, you know, it's a uncountably many benefits of having a portal. I don't even imagine that any syndicator now uh, tries to raise anything more than $5 million without a portal. The number one thing is saving time. The second thing is just looking professional, right? If you do a pen and paper, there is a sense that like, like is this investment for real? Uh, is this legit, right? Where's, where does my money go? All right. And then the Third part is, is this idea of collaboration with your teammates. A lot of deals right now have co-sponsors or co-GPs, and they want to see their set of investors, and you want to see your set of investors. When you send out emails, you want to make sure that depending on the co-GPs preference, whether those emails will go directly to their LPs or they have the choice of editing it before they go out to their LPs. And you also want to make sure that you're in, you don't see their investors' email address and so on. So when you get into it, it's, yeah, you can do accounting too uh, on a spreadsheet, but it doesn't have the permissioning, it doesn't have the structured data, and it doesn't have the sense of professionalism as we are the QuickBooks for real estate syndication. You can think of it that way. 
That's a that's a really good point. And what's funny in our industry in general, and this is kind of going back to how you first discovered the the fact that you're like, listen, I, I'm not getting what I need out of what's out there. For some reason, this industry, just even real estate in general, seems to be a little bit behind some of these some of the other industries when it comes to technology. You see it. It's just it's just antiquated for whatever reason. The property management industry is a big part of it. And so anytime there's an advancement in technology, like a portal, it's it's really a cool thing. And it's it's like I, you know, I have a buddy who I, who's really into AI. He's like, man, this is so untapped. And AI is some of the most advanced technology that exists out in the world. And he's like, so he's coming from all the way over here to look at this industry that's totally untapped. And there, there's just so so much opportunity in that. So it's it's really cool that you've been able to to kind of insert yourself there and make an impact. But so you mentioned a little bit about this. You're like, listen, you know, investors, they're they're getting a better experience. But how are some other ways that investors or that, I'm sorry, that syndicators could use a portal to attract more investors? Yeah, yeah, great question. By the way, on your last point, that's that's exactly right. I was talking to a friend about the, the evolution of technology. 10 years ago, the a Silicon Valley you know, archetype is someone who create a technology for technology's sake, like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and so on, right? They almost have no relationship with reality, but they create this amazing website that ends up being you know, multi-billion dollar companies. Nowadays, it turned out that to create really good software, domain expert is more important than ever before. The best softwares nowadays are the ones that touch on a specific domain that nobody else has the expertise on. This could be shipping, this could be logistics, this could be commercial real estate, this could be a bunch of other things, and or medical or like tele-doctor and so on. And I believe that, you know, like I'm an entrepreneur and if we were to succeed, it's probably because that this is one of the very first times in which Silicon Valley engineering bar is brought into commercial real estate, right? That hasn't really happened before. And I wonder to myself why that didn't happen before. And the answer might be that if you're really successful in commercial real estate, you probably don't really need to start all over your career again to to create a tech company. And if you're very successful as an engineer manager or like the VP of engineering, you probably don't have time to get into commercial real estate. So it takes a while for someone that has like experience on both sides. I'm grateful that I happen to have experience on both sides and we have an amazing team. So I want to make a comment on that. I did think to myself, why is there, there, there are not that many people that's doubling on both? All right. So then Going back to the, the GPs, what are the benefits of GPs of using the portal? So there are two ways to get leads. The first way to get leads is you have your own website and on that website, there's a button called Investor Portal. And that's the website that you, on your social media, you can say, hey, you know, we are a investment firm and we are looking at, you know, Dallas, Texas, and these are the investment criteria we have. and happy to connect. And those are the ones also go to conferences and put the website on their business card and so on, right? And you can drive Facebook ads towards that website. That is a website that you use to gain your own leads. You do all your own marketing on it. 
we Cashflow Portal actually develop a second alternative way. It's orthogonal way and complementary way to get additional leads. And we call that the Cashflow Marketplace. It's on a different website. That is, you create a multifamily LinkedIn-like biography that has your track record and all the deals that you have done. And you put it on this marketplace and you don't show this marketplace to your own limited partners because then that they will see other sponsors hanging out on the marketplace. But that is a alternative way of getting additional leads. So to give a, a typical example, you know, some people have a website that get their own investors. Some people also get investors on LinkedIn. So LinkedIn is an alternative source of lead magnet. And we want to create a multifamily specific lead magnet. That's the cash flow marketplace. Hey, I want to tell you about our mentoring program because I'm just excited at what our students' results are. We have students routinely do their first deal because they're working with a full-time syndicator. And that mentor is helping them do their first deal faster. That first deal is a lot bigger than if they did it without a mentor. And they avoid some of the biggest mistakes that can simply make you want to quit out of the business. So if that's interesting, if you, if you value mentorship, check out our mentoring programs at themichaelblanc.com forward slash mentor. You can schedule a call with us and see if mentoring is right for you. And uh, we look forward to having a conversation. So we can use a portal for for attracting additional leads. And I was talking to Reed Goosens, I think, who's on your on your site as well, and he says he's gotten a handful of investors off uh, off your site. It's a five hundred six C in fairness, so five hundred six B probably won't work as well. But give us an example of some of the time saving. And I, there's really two 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 classes of time saving. One is when you're doing an actual capital raise. Yeah, let's let's just do that one. So what if, if you're using software like like Cashflow Porter, what is what is that experience like? for both the, the GP and the LP as an example of how it, it, it makes it look more professional and saves time for everybody. Yeah, sure. Let's talk about the LP because LP's benefit is GP's gain, right? When LP logs into you know casual portal, there are other investor portals. What they found is that they have a single login that they can invest with different syndicators. So they have a single login to see entire real estate portfolio, okay? And so they have a single login, they click on invest now, they go through the investment funnel. They notice that the investor questionnaire is digitized. What that means is they can fill up those answers on a HTML form. Then those answers get pre-populated or pre-filled onto the legal documents themselves. So like their investment amount, how many units they're investing and their address and so on. Even the W9 form is pre-populated, which is super powerful. But the nice thing about pre-populating this investor questionnaire is that that questionnaire is deal independent. This is information about the LP. What that means is that when they invest on the next deal, their entire subscription is like 80% done because they already filled out everything they need to fill out on the previous deal, okay? The investor questionnaire is also very powerful for the GP because we capture the city, state, and the zip code of each LP. Exhibit A, which is and the blue scout filing, is a click of a button away because we can say when is the earliest investment date of each state. We can create that pivot table right off the back. I know I'm getting a little bit technical, but I can only say those because I'm a syndicator. I know what that means, right? 
and uh, for the audience, if you want to know what blue sky funding is, it's it's a it's a SEC thing that you have to register with each state for this for any file six B or file six C file. Then you click on next. And then finally, if you're doing file 6C, we integrate with parallel markets. So you can do the accreditation right there and then without ever leaving the website. Finally, there is the last section, right? Normally, you will wire the money by looking at the wire instructions, but we allow you to fund the investment by directly connecting with your bank account, with your bank account. And so you can wire like $50,000 right there, right there and then. It's actually through ACH but not wire. ACH is actually safer uh, than, than wire because you can retroactively take it back and so on. So, so and then you can see that this $50,000 is intrinsic, funds intrinsic. And then when it arrives, it, it, it will, will send you an email that the investment is funded. So you can see the future is that going from investing to funding, it's entirely on the same portal and all the progress is being kept tracked. The GP probably doesn't do anything. They just watch the money kind of come in, right? On the GP side, the exhibit A is a click of a button because we digitalize the investor questionnaire. On the GP side, another big benefit is a lot of times LP made a mistake. They're like, oh, I put in the wrong, instead of putting my trust name, I put in some other entity name, or I didn't put in the correct trust name. A lot of websites, you have to delete the entire investment and have the LP start all over again. However, we can add an addendum directly on the already signed document by crossing out the few that's incorrect and add a text box next to it and then put an initial. And then that's it. That's your addendum, right? And that's a huge time saver. Perry, mm -hmm. I've got a question. So how, how does this indicator or anyone out there in, in real estate, how do they vet a software to make sure that it's the right fit for them? Yeah, great question. That's a really, really good question. So vetting a software is like investing. There are two forms of approach, right? One is based on first principles. And second is, is look at what everyone else is doing, right? If you look at what everyone else is doing, you may or may not make the right decision, but more likely you're going to make the right decision than not because it's been proven over and over again. And then the first principle is being an expert in the field and be able to differentiate what features are important to you and be able to also look at the team and see if they have legs to blossom in the future, right? And so the best way is to schedule a demo and then ask questions like, would you support this feature? Would you support that feature? How is your customer service? How, what's your SLA on responding to customer costs? What is on your roadmap? How do you think about syndication? The best vendors are your partners. The best vendors are not transactional, right? The best vendors are like, you know, you know what? You probably shouldn't be paying for this because by putting on my syndicator hat, like you don't need an investor portal now if you're just starting out. Like I can just tell you that. Yeah. So I think it's a judgment or evaluation of a company can be reduced to a judgment of even people or even like your interactions. And you must know that they are competent. And when you do references, by the way, ask how quickly they can fix the bugs. The best software companies specifically, you should care more about velocity than about the current state because the company that moves really fast is going to catch up and surpass anyone that's out there in the industry. And by all means, we have 
feature parity. In fact, we have more features now. But like, you know, if you ask me a year ago, yeah, we're not, we don't have feature parity with some of the products out there. Now I can say, you know, go for feature parity. But when you choose a software or choose any vendor, care about the team, care about their customer support, care about what's their roadmap. And do you think that eventually that will be the best software that you're comfortable using, you know, three or five years from now? Because it's very hard to change these vendors as when you get stuck. Yeah, that's that's a that's a good point. And we've changed that vendors now twice, I think, Garrett, in our history. <clears throat> and it's very painful every time we do it. But I think it's it's a good point. I think there's a lot of a lot of different investor portals that probably came out in the last two, maybe three years. They can mushroomed up like crazy. And so you're, you're right. Feature parity is, I think, one consideration. But I think velocity is, a, is, an, is another one. There were some companies who are more, you know, they're smaller as a handful of guys. And then there's large, are larger ones. And so I think customer support is very important. How responsive they are. Do they have a dedicated team? And then number two, what is the roadmap? Because because you're kind of, it's not like a thing that you can just change in the next three months. You're going to be with it for at least a year, you know, at least for a year, probably longer. So understanding the roadmap and where they're going, you know, what horse you're betting on, I think is is really poor, uh, important. What are some of the things maybe, and someone looking at investor portals and listening to this, watching this right now, and they're looking at different different portals that are out there, we talked about something to look for. We talked about customer support and roadmap and, and velocity, things of that nature. But how is currently Cashflow Portal, you guys, a little bit different? How are you guys different than, than some of the other vendors maybe out there? Yeah, absolutely. All the features that we try to develop, we try to think from the customer's perspective. So our differentiators are we have a better, easier to use product. We have better technology and we have way better customer support. All our engineers and customer support are actually in North America, um, and they all went to amazing universities. And I cannot rave enough about our engineering team. So we have, if you were ever interested, book a demo with us. To give an example of our engineering and our team, we have about 30 people now, and we have five people that went to University of Washington, two folks went to University MIT, one person went to University of Michigan. One person went to Carnegie Mellon, University of Toronto, Sydney, Australian University. And two people used to work at Facebook. One person turned down Google to work with us. One person turned down uh, Amazon to work with us. And what I believe is that you can build a very good first version product. But if you don't have the engineering know-how, like the complex engineering, it's actually really hard to change the existing architecture, right? Like if you make one mistake, it's really hard to unwind that whole architecture. So what happens is that initially it looks really, really good. And then you notice like six months later, nothing really changes. It's not like they're not working hard. They're just like changing the underlying architecture. It just happens with us that when we built the, I was super blessed and grateful that I had an engineering background. So when we scale and when we went on this hockey stick growth in the last like few months, it's like every month is a record high. We didn't have to change our underlying architecture. Everything just stood the test of time. And the things that I didn't think about actually panned out really, really well that we hired the right engineers from the very beginning, from the get-go. 
that means our initial traction was like we spent like a year and a half just building the product without much traction. But then in the second, you know, one year, it's like just really, really fast growth. So, you know, I am the founder. So I try not to go into the feature debate and in the feature debate, we have a lot of those. I want to talk about the meta points, which is that I believe we have the right DNA or culture to be a long-term partner. And that's in technology, that's in support, and that's also in the easiness and the modernness of the product. Yeah. So Perry, we, we like you guys. You hung out with us at DealMaker Live and we got a chance to look at your product a little bit. So if you're watching this and you're looking, you're in the market for investor portal, we recommend Cashflow Portal and you can find out more about it at dmichaelblank.com forward slash cashflow. That's one word. Just go to cashflow and you'll find more information about Perry and his company there as well. It's it's critical that you make the right choice early on because like I said, it is kind of a pain in the butt to switch later on and it simplifies so many things. I mean, I, I almost say if you've done your first deal and you're ready to scale your, your portfolio, you should look at a software product like Cashflow. And like I said, there's there's a bunch out there. Take a look at all of them and then you know, take a look at Cashflow Portal as well. So go to the michaelblank.com forward slash Cashflow and check out what Perry has provided. Perry, it's been great to have you on the show, man. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. So Michael, I, I really liked that Perry talked a lot about how to kind of the progression to get started. And, you know, it was, it was interesting for him to say, you know, here, you need to, you start with a spreadsheet and then you, you move into maybe a more powerful CRM and then a website. Honestly, I would probably even maybe disagree with that and say, go right into a portal <laughs> just because I feel like- That's what we're saying earlier. Yeah. I think there's so much there that it protects you. It's just, it's like a, a very cheap way to protect yourself from making a big mistake and screwing it up. So I thought it was interesting. And I think it was kind of a hum- of his humble nature to you know, suggest that even though he owns a portal, but I really would, I would lean towards even moving into that even sooner. It's like before you do your first deal or or when? I think right after, like, well, I think even your first deal, it depends how many investors you have. If it's five investors, probably not, but I'd say maybe 10 or more. Yeah. yeah. Like you should have something. Yeah. I mean, if you're raising million dollars plus, you got 10 investors. Well, let's see. Yeah, you're right. If you're raising million dollars, you have probably 20 investors in there. That's a pretty big number. So 20 for I, sure. Yeah. For 20 for sure. I mean, even, even 10. I think you're right. I, 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 the, the bottom line is do it much earlier than than I did for sure. And a lot of other people that I know did stuff manually for a very long time. So definitely look at investor portals. And like I said, they're so much more affordable now. They're so easy to use. They're so easy to use for you and for your investors based on the even the manual stuff. It is a freaking nightmare from a GP side. And, and it doesn't look professional and it's time consuming. And here's the thing on the LP side, you may have experienced this. A lot of these LPs are, shall we say, traditional and they have trouble using things like email or fax or DocuSign and, and walking them through a DocuSign form is super time consuming, right? And these things are all automated and made really simple so almost everybody can understand it. So check it out, themichaelblank.com forward slash cash flow. Like I said, we're, we're partnering with these guys. We like them a lot. We've looked into a lot of portals and we like these best right now. And definitely check it out if you're in the market for a portal. Look at the other ones. You should educate yourself at some of the other ones as well. But definitely check out Cashflow Portal as well. So hopefully you guys found that useful in your investing. And get out there and do a deal. Talk to you later. Thanks for listening. Take the next step toward financial freedom by checking out our Freedom Vault 
where you can find free resources to help you with apartment building investing. Whether you're an active investor just starting out or looking to scale your syndication business or looking to invest passively, head over to themichaelblanc.com vault to gain access to our Freedom Vault.